0: What happened to you today? Why were you booted out of the meeting?
1: Thank you, TV. Um Why should I thank you? You've thrown a lot of acid guys.
0: You must always do <laughs> No,
1: no, no. no, no. You, you, you are being unfair because... What accountability, C D? you arrested me. I came to court. That's accountability. I came to court.
0: I just want to reflect for a moment on Sidi Madia from the Eyewitness News team. I'm incredibly and increasingly grateful to her for wading through the
1: messy and treacly morass of political bulldust so that we don't have to.
0: Politicking with CD Madia is a quick glimpse into political life in and around South Africa. It brings newsmakers in the political landscape as well as analysis about what's happening in and around the country. It's a quick catch up to help you understand how the politics of the day impact your day to day. I did not want to start this podcast talking about the irritating blackouts. I didn't want to rant and rave about our government and its handling of this epic crisis that's unfolding. But I am coming to you from a studio. Yes, you guessed right. That's powered by a generator. This after sharing loads, shedding stories with my colleagues about how we all rush, 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 rush to get our work done in between planned outages. And listening to loved ones who complain about the damage the on and off is causing to their appliances when things go off in the fridge because there's no power that's lasting. And then there's a gridlocked traffic that we always stuck in. And let's not talk about businesses that are on their last legs, that are dying right in front of our eyes. So yeah, I'm afraid I have to. We are in a miserable place, South Africa. So some of you might know me. I was once part of a team that brought you Polotiki. Then I hosted one more thing while at News24. Heck, COVID had me literally discussing the state of SA politics from a closet in my home. Yes, I rearranged the cushions, the couches, trying to block echoes. Business unusual took over. But today I return armed with a new home and a new name. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Politricking with CD Madea, a politics podcast brought to you by Eyewitness News. I am CD Madea. On our first episode, we pay a visit to a firebrand, a controversial ANC leader, and to some, just another corrupt politician, a former premier and a former minister. But those who know her refer to her as Mama Action. I'm speaking of ANC NEC member Nomvola Mokonyani. This is a longer than usual conversation as she shares her thoughts on ESCOM, state capture, and whether she set her eyes on a top six position in the ANC in its December conference. Take a listen. Uh, I was was surprised, actually, to read your comments in the Times Live newspaper speaking about ESCOM and saying that as the AC's NEC, you didn't know that stage six was on the way, that we'll be plunged into these endless rolling blackouts. Um, Just what is your general sense of what is going on, in particular, the minister's handling of the issue around ESCOM? And do you feel he accounts to the
1: ANC as one imagines a deputy of the party should? I think um, the issue is way beyond the minister accounting, but it is also about the self-respect uh, of the African National Congress itself. We have uh, bodies in the National Executive Committee, the subcommittees, where each member of the NEC uh, participates and. Uh, those uh, subcommittees are meant to, to be processing issues that are from government or into government that are related to policy. And I think one of the weakest links is the dysfunctionality of those subcommittees was by now they should have called all the role players um, in this issue. Um, and, and that had not happened until we went into the NEC now over the past uh, weekend, over three days. So, um, individuals end up being alone unto themselves because uh, the bodies that are supposed to to be the checks and balances of uh, the movement become dysfunctional, and we get over-consumed by discussing who must be chased out of the ANC and who must be supported more than anyone by the ANC. So, my my take, and and I'm happy that we're having a conversation at a time when we come from the ANC. There's a lot of wisdom within the movement, beyond the minister himself. Um, There's a lot of uh, innovative ideas outside of ESCOM, um, and and not only those that are in the management of ESCOM, um, and there's a lot of wisdom outside of government and outside of those that are elected into positions of leadership that... um, we need to embrace. And in the discussions uh, 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 of the movement now, as we're dealing with uh, the issues of the energy crisis, that actually came out. And and it shouldn't have happened post this uh, outcry. This is one of the things that the NC must begin to make a a practice as it used to be. So part of our renewal has to do with uh, making our structures of the NC to function making sure that members of the NC deployed also respect the bodies that they have to consult and they have to take on board. But of importance, take South Africans along. You speak now about the NEC that just took place. Do you feel that enough
0: was done to set the issue of energy, the issue of ESCOM on the right trajectory. Are you
1: satisfied that the NC is now moving in the right direction from the conversations you had this weekend? No, totally not. Totally not. I'll be lying because um, the meeting was not a panacea to, to to all the problems. But the meeting was was actually quite uh, united in saying, we need one message. And it must not be a message that hides behind what is historically known by South Africans. But it must be a message that inspires and that shows that we are informed, that shows that those that are in the leadership respect the people of South Africa, um, understand the implications of uh, load shedding, living in a dark area, um, not being able to, to, to have access to... Various facilities and uh, exposing women to incidents of crime and 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 violence uh, because that's what has happened over this particular period where I live. We have had a number of uh, house breakings and harassment, violence by these amazama illegal miners uh, across the road here in Talton. Uh, women have been raped and killed in the dark. Uh, criminals took mm-hmm. advantage. So I think the NC NEC. Um, reflected on those issues and and agreed that a lot still needs to be done um, in an integrated fashion without one assuming that uh, he is the Alpha and Omega and uh, owes no one an explanation or taking everybody on board. So the people of uh, South Africa in our townships, have to be empowered. The NC ward councillor and any other ward councillor needs to know what's happening. And those that are in the management need to appreciate what is expected of them by our own communities in a manner that uh, 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 gives hope that things are being attended to. Who's the alpha omega? Is that Pravin on Is yes. that his attitude? The, the, the attitude has not even been with him. He, it has been about him allowing uh, the CEO assuming that he knows better. Over the past few days, we have not seen any other person frequently seen has been the CEO and not even a, a Minister Praveen Gordon. And I think it is his own creation which must stop. You need the face. I don't know when last have we seen the, the, the chair of the board um, of ESCO um, we have not uh, seen an integrated face um, that deals with energy crisis. So these are the things that uh, we definitely have to, to look at. But we also need the fair in my community, in my area where I live, and in Cahiso, in, in we, we would want to, to see our, our ward councillor being empowered, empowered to, to be the voice uh, that provides the message as to what exactly, what is happening? And that has been missing. Mm, so he's created
0: this idea that the is the Alpha and Omega. Do you then look at Praveen Godan as the minister and as the political head that we look at as citizens as well, as somebody who has a handle on Eskom, who still
1: has the capacity and capability of fixing the issue? The problem is beyond Praveen Gwadhan as a minister. Um, the problem is about the base load, um, what we have to generate uh, energy, and the problem is about the alleged incidents of sabotage. We must see people being arrested. If there's been, I mean, for years we've been told about sabotage. Let's see somebody being arrested if really there is sabotage. Thirdly, let's also see transformation happening in ESCO so that there is not also, what, what I don't also appreciate is this overemphasis of saying um, people who used to know are gone from ESCOM. Let them go if they are white. Why must we be crying for those that have left and them being white and not all of them being engineers? We also have black engineers that have been pushed out mm. of uh, our SOEs. Mm. So part of transformation is about tolerance. It's about creating an enabling environment so that ESCOM also becomes developmental because some of the arti- the people that are referred to as engineers are artisans. Some of the people that are said to be much more skilled are people who are taken in a concerted plan by the old national party to come in and build this escort. So we must also create our own under this dispensation. And many views have come out informally, and, and we need those divergent views. Like I've said, the issues about the base load. The issue is about skills capacity. Yeah. The issues is about uh, the, the 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 distribution mechanism uh, of of uh, energy supply. The, the 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 issue is about uh, uh, embracing alternatives. The issue is about responsible citizenry where if you use it, you pay it. What's the impact going to be on the AC come twenty twenty four with
0: such an issue, especially if you can't get a handle of it anytime soon. If rolling blackouts are going to be featured year on year, what do you even see for your party
1: at the next polls? You know, it's not even about what we're going to see. Many people have not asked what other than what is in the dominant uh, media platform cost the ANC a vote. Um, I can confidently speak about Mukhale in Kaheso, where the president had to come and plead with the voters on the eve of elections. And and ESCOM never responded, having had somebody from the highest office in the land. But thereafter, nothing happened. In Ekuruleni, on the eve of elections, when everybody had said, Ekuruleni is doing well, it's going to be a walk in the park, What happens, people wake up in the morning having to go and vote, and unfortunately voting days are a bit cold, it's a bit chilly. Uh, People just felt, why must I go and vote? Um, And you'll stay, if you have to make a choice, I'll stay in bed, than go and vote uh, because nobody told me and this has happened for the third, fourth time, nobody can explain. So the invisible ESCOM leadership has cost the ALC. In fact, The last elections, the last elections in many of our townships, the NC was contesting, especially here in Gauteng, was contesting against ESCOM as the main opposition. Um, In the south of Johannesburg, where I campaigned, uh, here in Gauteng, um, in Ekuruleni, um, these were some of the of the of the challenges. And and as I say, I'm saying the invisible leadership of ESCOM because you'll see the visibility of the NC leadership. But at the end of the day, ESCOM is the one who makes a decision. Our three comrades from Johannesburg, Comrade uh, um, Jeff, Comrade Jolie D, Comrade Mpo, all of them leading the ANC in the city of Johannesburg, worked with city power, looked at alternatives, came up with the proposals, presented them before ESCOM. And today, because it is not the ANC that is in power, those ideas have been put aside. They were never meant for the ANC being in power. They were meant for the people of Johannesburg. And I think part of what has to be sorted out is exactly that, that when a leader comes in they put aside what they have found. It is unfortunate because it is still the city power that mm. is now under the DA that was there advising the ANC mayors when the ANC was in power. But it is also unfortunate because it is the government led by the ANC Gauteng and the government led by the NC at the national level, today we're told that there is a district delivery model. Yes, yes. Why is it not coming in? Because you don't have to say, because today we've got the DA, we can't actually continue with this. South Africans remain South Africans, whether they're led by the DA or they're led by somebody else. They deserve this particular service. So I I think uh, it, 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 it it, it is important that, as I've said, this issue, if we had somebody who is passionate about taking our people along, by now we should have those district delivery champions going around, interacting, sitting with Mayor in Johannesburg and say, how do we deal with this? I don't know the name of mm. the mayor in 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 Ekuruleni. I know my incredible. mayor. She's yeah. my mayor. Uh, She's She's well, I know I've very got, well. I've got my mayor Tyron. Um, he's called Tshepang. Yeah. We've got a good DA mayor by the way mm. here mm. in Mokhale. very young, energetic. Um, yeah, uh, uh, somebody must engage, government must engage with him. I know he's 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 he's, he's Anxieties around the Zamazama, illegal mining, um, and the, the, the violence and, and harassment of people. But the other thing that is top on his agenda, uh, it's, it's this very issue of FCOM. Agree, is, because if you have a challenge in Kachiso, Mukhale City collapses. Mm, and yeah. if you have a dysfunctional Muhale city, the region of the West Rent, the district of the West Rent gets affected. So our own our own interventions as the movement, a district delivery model, integrated development plans, that IDP has to be an IDP of everybody. Comrades are not appreciating that. And and I think uh, even Comrade Praveen, I hope out of yesterday's interactions, he'll appreciate. He'll he, he will he will appreciate that uh, um, he, he has to be part of a collective, and the collective that seeks to to, to 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 contribute towards solutions for this country, and nothing about him. Mm.
0: I want to move on.
1: Yeah, um, I think many of us will try to get a hold of you
0: to get your views, as. Chapter after chapter of the state capture commission's reports have come out in the public domain. You feature quite prominently. The commission made a decision with the testimony that was leveled, by, that was put on the table by Agritzi against you. That actually, there's more to believe from what he says, though he himself is a questionable um, witness to some extent. What is your view about the fact that you're so highly implicated in the report and that there is a recommendation that they should look into possibly laying criminal charges against you, Um, the NPA? What are your thoughts when you
1: look at the report? Will you take it on review? Look, um, interestingly, as you say, um, they themselves have said he's not a reliable witness. Um, Two, he himself has said, He was never impressed about my relationship with uh, the Watson brothers because they never got anything from it. Three, it is on record that I've never been a minister of any line function that Musasa had contract with. Four, at no point, because of course, if there are allegations of of corruptions, there must be a corruptor and a corruptee and there must be something quid pro quo that has not come out and i think the unfortunate thing that that uh, has happened with this report is that it gets written as if there's a lot of subjectivity in it um by virtue of me being an nec member that's what he says wabuzon um and I'm saying Babu Zondo with respect rather than saying Judge Zondo. Okay. Um, Babu Zondo. Uh, that he, they, he says, and I want to say him because it's it's him who's in charge of yeah. the report, of the commission. Yeah. He says it's, it's by virtue of me being an NEC member. It means I have uh, a lot of influence. Um, How many NEC members have been mentioned in all these matters. For him to then assume, and he has no evidence that shows that, uh, that uh, I I can show that in this, and remember they've had minutes, they've called for minutes. I would have loved to see the minutes or records that say I went to the NEC meeting and stood on top of the table and say, Musasa shall do this, or gone to Zuma and say, whether you like it or not, you shall not prosecute, um, or, or push that uh, uh, the the, the busasa uh, companies must not be put under any investigation again, which is a again him venturing into uh, 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 mixing the the roles and the separation and even playing against the separation of powers. Uh, Between the state and the judiciary, how would he have expected that uh, uh, that would have happened? He should. I'm waiting for those records that show that indeed I went to somebody in the NPA or somebody who's in the investigative thing to say don't investigate Busasa. There's no such a record. So I, I, it is those bases that I really want to to set my record straight. Um. At no point have I denied my relationship with busassa if the If the courts or the authorities believe that uh, for for what busasa had done very minimal in my house, I need to pay I will pay it for what they say I received here, yeah, I think it's total rubbish. I still do things for the communities here. Donations I've received were not donated to me. It's donations that were given to the community. And I think, Busasa, with all those issues, I never knew... That they were getting their contracts in a corrupt way because it was never revealed. Um, I want to go back to the issue of the commission very quickly. When you said that it was written in a
0: subject, you say it's written in a subjective manner or not in a subjective manner? I just want to get clarity on what you're saying there.
1: In a subjective manner. How okay. do you pick up somebody and say she has influence in the NEC? Show me that influence. Okay. Two, if you say Um, there's substantial evidence. Other than the people that were brought in by Akritzi, who else and what else do you have? That shows that indeed, Busasa got contracts through me. I don't want to be given power that I do not have and that I do not possess. When you listen to or read or hear that, you know,
0: if you summarize the, the state capture report, what ultimately is linked to you, the issue of chicken pieces, for instance, where when you listen to somebody say, Nomvola Mokonyani sold out the country for chicken pieces, whiskey, and food drinks, what comes to your mind?
1: I get irritated. I get irritated because those were donations to deserving communities in this area. And not only here but also in other areas near Tupusas. But I also find it as something that was, was repeated to, to deal with a nomvola. It does hurt. It does hurt. <laughs> Looking at what I sold for the freedom of this country and what I'm still doing for the freedom of this country in defense of the hard won independence of this country. But you know what? Sometimes things can be packaged such that they become an obstacle for you to continue pursuing what you stand for. And there are moments where it pulls you back, but as it pulls you back, you also stand firm in believing that it was never going to be easy. Worse when you are a woman. Worse when you are doing what others have never done. Of course, there are people who never go out. Now in the Mandela month, who will never go out and say, for the 67 days, I'm going to donate the blanket. I'm going to make soup during COVID. I'm, I'm going to feed kids who ordinarily will be getting food from school. But now, because of the lockdown, there's no meal. I had to cook, had to get sponsors and everything to do that work. So it 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 it, it it's not a good thing. Uh Tzidi, but uh, those who know me without actually um, uh, saying I'm better. I never I never spend a day without thinking about the people of South Africa and going out to to assist, whether it's a family, whether it's a child, whether it's a household, that's that's B. And in this instance, as I'm saying, I've I've been on record that I know the Watson family. I've never denied that. But to label my relationship with them and it being a corrupt relationship because of a birthday, a surprise. How many people have had surprise birthdays? a donation over the festive season. Mm. And somebody coming to pay condolences and then I'm told that uh, they buried my family. I think it was too much of a crisis. Who himself is a self-confessed racist. Yes, we are
0: aware of that. Um
1: Do you regret the relationship you have with the Watsons? And no, Sosa? I will never. I will never. The only thing I regret is that I was never made to understand the workings behind the scenes because I was never involved there. I know that Musasa has helped so many families has had relationships with so many leaders of the ANC it's just that I'm not I've never been a sellout if I was a sellout I would call out names of ministers I would call out names of leaders who have been assisted who their own community initiatives have been supported by the, by the by the Watson brothers, and not only the Watson brothers and many other mm. uh, progressive business business people. I so wish Gavin was alive. I so wish Gavin was alive uh, because they say dead men tell no story. So we, we don't know now um, what Agrizi is saying about what Gavin did, can stand the test of time. The other thing I will not regret because they have helped so many times, the ANC as an organization, not only during my time as the head of campaigns or elections, prior to the unbanning, they took care of comrades underground, they took care of leaders coming from exile, They supported detainees' parents. They continued, even now, to take kids who are involved in drugs, those that we picked up in Soweto, and they will help them. Tell me something. Do you believe state capture actually occurred in the country? Initially, it was said it's state of capture. And... uh, that was the report by the Public Protector. I think it was called States of Capture. Yes. Yes. Which which I take it, it was the extent of how the state is being captured and by who and who. Mm-hmm. I think the unfortunate thing is that this commission happened, happened at a time when the NC was at, at war with itself. And the nation and the media, including some of the testimonies as well as the conduct by some who were leading in the in the in the commission compromised what would have been a good process. All of them, all of them, including him, Ubabuzon, because he has meddled into politics. You, how, do you, how do you come in and talk about the party the the, the, the country now having to to elect the president differently? Show me a party that does not do cater deployment. Of course, maybe in its implementation something goes wrong. But Sidi, the DA itself, we've seen notes and voice notes of the DA saying until this thing is discussed by the Federal Council, hold on.
0: Yeah, I do find it strange that they say they're challenging cater deployment. Political parties do all pretty much practice cater deployment. Yes. Um, I want you to I want to switch from captain because I don't have the time. There's a lot to actually still pick at, but we don't have the luxury of the time. You speak about how this commission happened at the time when the NC was at war with itself. Has the NC found some sort of peace with itself? Is it finally moving in a direction that makes sense to you as leaders? As an outsider, it makes no sense. I think I've said the country might be better off without this party. To you, as members of the organization, as leaders, are you moving in a direction that makes sense?
1: We trade. Some of us are trying, and I think most of us are. The difficulty is that there are those who have an assumption that they have the monopoly and the sole wisdom of where to take the AEC. But lastly, there are those who believe that this organization that has thrived on diversity must now be intolerant of diverse views. And the best to do is to kick out the views that are said not to be dominant now. And that will catch up. It will catch up with that approach because if we can continue being a party of of those who are defending so-and-so and and those who are fighting so-and-so will never go anywhere. That's why I've refused and I hate it to be categorized as an RET force. I'm not. But I also detest those who are calling themselves the CR22 people or Abantubaka CR. If that CR is not there, what else do they stand for?
0: Are the people you speak of
1: who are intolerable of diverse view, they views? There are lot. Divergent views. Especially those who perceive themselves as the triumphalists which are the Sierra forces
0: yes. correct is the president at the helm of this do you feel the ac president is part and parcel of what is wrong at the moment
1: i think his name and he himself is being used for this hence i'm saying i can imagine a day where and and some of us don't even i don't want to imagine i've done it Following a person that I supported in Nazareth, this is Just at the doorstep of Nazareth, before we all said goodbye and went out for Christmas and stuff, and we met in East London for the January 8th. We all accepted the outcomes of the Nazareth twenty seventeen conference. We all embraced the president. Some of us are on record in East London that The slates have been broken. Don't use a CR-17 tech. Don't use an NDZ thing. We are now the people of the HC led by President Ramaphosa. And, and, And I mean it. But the challenge then becomes the responsibility of the leader to say not in my name. And I think Sisko Sazana has consistently been out there. To say don't. And hence people had to go and look for another identity because they couldn't continue being anti-side people. And the the but reason RG came along. Yeah, and the reason why I also hate the RET thing is because it came with Rupert. It started with Rupert, making RET a monster. And now it became a catchphrase. Yeah. And the only person who took it back to Rupert was Yenusis Kosaza who led us, and even now, is one of the people that I know she is very passionate about becoming and remaining organizational. So my issue about the CR17, CR22, is that you, you're forcing people because you're refusing, you think you belong, and it's yours. You force people to then go and find a belonging. And some of us refuse. Mina, I belong to the NC. My views will be known. My views will be raised. And unfortunately, where we stand out, we've got people who are intolerant of those views. But what I remain comfortable with, my views are not known or expressed in a factional caucus. I expressed it in, in, in an NAC meeting, and they may be irritating others. I speak my mind, and I use my time and energy to then go and implement what I believe is in the interest of the ANC. And that's me.
0: You're seen as a chequered character, you know, um, in part because of the issues and the information that's come out of the commission, in part because of some of the scandals that have followed you in your time as minister and some of you may as premier. Um, What is your view on the idea of leadership? Do you have the appetite? Should branches come knocking and say to you, look, we think you could be fit as a top-six leader, you could be a fit in the secretariat or any other position. What is your general appetite?
1: I'll even fit as being just an ordinary member of the NC. I'll fit anyway. I'll fit anyway because I can explain everything that is said about me. That I can explain. Um... It's just that—is no, that a yes
0: or a no? You told me as an ordinary member, I want to. No, go. I'm saying I can if fit. If they say top six, are you available? <laughs> do you have an appetite? If they want to go secretary, I can
1: fit on anything that branches want me to do, even on the top six, I can fit. CD. Um uh, because branches don't just wake up and decide. Branches look at the evolution of the movement, the role of an individual. And notwithstanding whatever is being said. Because the other thing is that sometimes what is being perceived out there is totally different from how ordinary South Africans actually see you. Or even ANC members. Or even you. ANC members see in you. And 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 that's 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 how I I feel. Um, and hence I'm saying top six, good to go. NEC, good to go. Ordinary NEC member after Nasrec uh, twenty twenty two good to go. See, I've led this movement, having not been in the NEC. You know, this is only my what second time. Yeah, I know. You actually, and yet people are always confused about even in parliament your ceremonial. <laughs> people are a little bit confused about um, your role in the organization, yeah. even in that space. Even even as a public representative. Yes. I, I mean, I've been in parliament for for less than ten years um and and i'm back into grassroots activism which i'm very passionate about and supporting our comrades who are deployed uh, hence this issue of escom hence the issues around gender based violence hence the issues about uh, the quality of life and 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 the cost of living very passionate about those things um the empowerment of, of women and children. I want to give you my parting shot
0: because I know that I've ran over. You head. I said I'll be very tired <laughs> and come to me for too long. Um, representation in the ANC, particularly to top leadership. I'm going to remember a conversation I had with also from the ACBC and Mom, Mandela just before her passing, just following NASRAC, where there was a regression in the representation of women in the top leadership of the ANC. And I remember we asked Mamuni what does she make of it, from two women to just one. And she said, they get what they deserve. They get what they put into the conference and what the outcome is. What are your thoughts about that in terms of the makeup of the top leadership of the ANC? Yes. What needs to happen? Well, I want you to look towards the future. I've asked you about your future in the organisation. I'm asking you to look towards the future. What needs to happen in that space? Are you Were you comfortable? Even now, where Jesse Duarte is not well and what you have are men leading the organisation, What is your general attitude? And often the zebra, where you treat women, is used for factional purposes. And what is your general observation around the role of women in the organization?
1: Listen, um, if I can tell you we've got what we deserve, is this concoction from Nazareth. Um, I call it a concoction because everyone went into a voting booth uh, with a, a particular slate. But the outcome became the opposite. And was this collective ready to work together? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure because we have battled to work together. We have battled to work together. We seem to be having an appreci- a common appreciation of what needs to be done. But how it has to be done, then we just go... Different, different ways.
0: So wait, is it fair to then say that this NEC is actually a failed NEC? It's the end of your tenure. You've been unable to work together pretty much throughout. So is it a fair
1: There are good things we have done together, but we could have done more. To say we have failed, I think it will be an over-exaggeration. We could have done better. The sad thing that I keep raising were an NEC that historically will be known. That we came into office and we disbanded. Hey, we disbanded left, right, and centre. And until now, that that we have disbanded, we've never been able to build. We disbanded the Northwest. That was our first. Yes, I remember. Yes. It's still an interim. Oh. We disbanded the Western Cape. We appointed our own. Like we appointed in You've mm. done the same in the
0: free states. We've done the
1: same in the free state.
0: Youth League.
1: We disbanded the Youth League. Now mm. we've disbanded the Women's League. What I'm trying to raise, is that it's only the provinces, and I think we must commend them, that have gone to conference because their term of office has mm. come to an end. And they've successfully come out and had their conferences, whatever the dynamics. Two, we have built branches under these difficult conditions. We've got now over 70% of ANC branches across the country. The only place where we don't have branches, uh, uh, properly established branches, is the first state. So, we've built those branches. We've built over 30 ridges of the ANC. Um, we have built uh We've gone to conferences. We've got a new membership system. We've got a better way of political induction of branches and political education.
0: So there's some progress. There's
1: some progress.
0: Just to quickly wrap up um, your views about the gender question I asked. Look,
1: <laughs> we have regressed horribly so. You, you raised the issue of Comrade Jesse, And I think... Her absence is deeply felt now that she's not there. Because you know, whether we like it or not, the flair, the you know, the the taste even of how issues are managed and are discussed by officials is totally different because it's males sitting amongst themselves and um you know they, they, they feel good uh you know, a brother to brother relationship, and sometimes also to an extent, we they forget that they they have to carry the movement not only of men but a movement of uh, young people and women. So, it, it is, it is, there's a huge setback. The other major setback that you find is that. For the first time, we're setting up a gender machinery to look at our policy discussions because what was raised was that there's no gender mainstreaming in our discussions. It's an indictment on the movement because you'll expect that all these males and females who have been part of developing policy documents will will be conscientized, will be advanced in dealing with these issues. Thirdly, the manner in which we have dealt with the issue of the Women's League. Look, I take no brief for them. I'm not, I was not in the NEC of the Women's League. I had my own views about the leadership of the Women's League, which I still hold, and all of them know what I think about them and how they went to conference and they were frock marched by men on who to vote for in that conference of theirs. If I was a vindictive person, I would be saying it serves them right. But because the NEC has resolved to disband the Women's League, I stand by that decision. However, we can't wish away the fact that the Women's League held the fort when ANC men could not even go out of their houses during COVID, protest against gender-based violence, Pledge solidarity through Molo Makelwane every day in court. They were the first to initiate the virtual meetings and dialogues or on Thursdays. And just with one meeting interacting with them and them saying, We are divided. You know how women sometimes can be. One will say, City is this, and the other one, and City says, Novel is this. Then we resolve that they are divided. Okay. As if we are not divided. I think there's a lot. There's a lot that the movement must do around issues of women, young and old. Um, But I also think the movement has a lot to do about recruitment and conscientization of uh, activists from other national groups. We can't be a movement of the known whites, a few of them, and the known Indians and coloreds who then. Also, become comfortable and believe that they are entitled. That's an interesting point. Uh,
0: In a sentence, only a sentence, and a short one. What are your wishes for your party as it heads towards December, the policy conference now in July, and December's conference?
1: The NC, more than personality interests, must prevail.
0: This issue of power outages will no doubt continue to haunt our country. It does pose a threat to pretty much every aspect of life in our young democracy. We'll continue to keep an eye on it. Join us again next week. But until then, you can catch this interview on www.ewn.co.za. Thank you to Duduzile Masuku and Amo Ramela, who are the drivers of this podcast. For Eyewitness News, my name is C D Madia.